Let's shift gears. Let's talk commodities. We have Amory Ban joining us, the CEO and Chief Market Strategist from the TradingBook.com. Amory, good to have you with us. As always, one of the things we've been talking about this week is, well, with crude at $100, we're well off those highs that we saw last month, up around 130, a reflection of how the Russian-Ukraine kind of worst-case scenario has never really materialized. But I'm also thinking that at these elevated levels, it feeds directly into what Fed Chair Jerome Powell is talking about yesterday, the more aggressive approach here that these uh, uh, more hawkish tone that we've heard from Fed speakers as of recent. Hey, uh, yeah, I think that that's probably it. Interestingly, I think uh, the dollar and oil and the commodities have sort of all started moving in the same general direction, right? We really have to think about how the the rising rates are really going to continue to strengthen that dollar. But in the backdrop, even as we look at things like uh, all of these commodities coming off their major highs, with the exception of soy, because I don't know, even if China reports back and says, hey, listen, we've culled all of these animals and we're pulling back on our soybean. The one day that that news came out, the very next day, everybody bought it right back up. And yeah. so it's still buy the dip, buy the dip. And I think it's the same for oil. I think oil is also responding to the amount of drilling that's increasing. You know, Schlumberger just uh, reported, said they have uh, drilling increases, they've increased their dividends. So I expect oil services to really ramp up. And that's gonna, you know, clash against whatever it is that we have here as the general policy, you know, for um, what's going on with, with fracking and drilling and that sort of thing. But these are dips that are good to buy. Hmm. And so if you're thinking about, well, where are those dips? I just heard somebody say, hey, you know what? This is a cycle. We're going to pull back. Everything's going to be a little bit normal, but it's not, you know, Chicago and uh, Michigan and those places are still getting a significant amount of snow. The grain belt certainly is cold and a little Anne -Marie, bit wet. Yeah. You know, you bring up an interesting point. I kind of have been thinking about this from this angle for a while now. I'm sort of wondering, do traders focus now more on the technicals than they do on the fundamentals? Because we've seen a very technically driven market in many ways, crude oil. We were just looking at it holding above the 50-day moving average and really honoring that key area of support. Um, you know, I think it's a mix of both. Okay. I, I do think it's a mix of both. And we really have got to pay more attention to the backdrop. Um, and normally, as technical traders, we don't. We really go, hey, listen, follow the numbers, and they'll give us a clue. But everything's become so intertwined, like, you know, we can't get fertilizer because fertilizer hmm. needs natural gas. Hmm. We have a lot of natural gas here. They're, they don't have any over there. And so I think that that's going to bleed over into us. And so we've got sort of this big mixed bag in terms of what we look for. But the bottom line is, wait, look at your monthly candles and watch them come back in. Make sure they're holding that 50% range. And then when they begin to recover, you buy that dip. Because we, I think we're in a three to five year commodity bull cycle. 
You know, and that's where I was going next, actually. There's been a lot of talk about peak inflation, but we continue to see commodities on the rise here. You mentioned soybeans. We've seen soybean oil, for example. I think it was at a record high and kind of feeding into your point there. And then as we look at, well, you mentioned the monthly candles. Let's take a look at corn on a monthly candle basis here. Take a look at this move up here, Anne-Marie. I mean, we're talking here, it looks like, if higher this month, eight in a row to the upside, it looks like. I mean, this has been a tear from $5 up to $8 as we're nearing those levels that we saw back in the fall of uh, summer and fall of 2012, it looks like. So, I mean, this kind of feeds into that. Where do you stand on the peak inflation discussion? Well, you know, inflation, I think, is sort of a constant. And um, in, we always, I mean, we don't buy houses for $4,000 anymore. Yeah. So, we, I mean, inflation is a thing, what concerns me is the the rise and rate so of when, yeah and so if we look at it in terms of this simple corn chart notice that big sideways trough it was running really hot and then we had this big sideways trough and i think we're going to see from daily perspectives we're going to see that sideways motion in reversion to the mean, but I do not believe that we're going to see any kinds of savage dips hmm. until we have so much inflation that it causes decline. Now, hmm. for the decline corn, in demand, you mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Most of the corn we actually grow here in the United States feeds animals. Hmm. And so that's where I think we might be able to see, you know, as prices rise for farmers uh, getting their hogs out and getting their uh, um, I don't even know what, what we how we do cows in here that's interesting I don't know how we have cows on the, on that space but I know a lot of uh, cattle ranchers are finally glad that these prices are moving up again because a lot of their animals were dying in the field now besides that, once we see the drop off in the demand because meats become maybe too expensive mm -hmm. or cost mm -hmm. prohibitive, then we get to see the pullback in corn and soybean and things like that because most of this that we plant actually is for mm. the animals because the meat industry uses you know, so much. So if demand pulls back a little bit, we could see these commodities prices pull back a little bit some, but many would argue that we're going to continue to see the strength in demand here. But, you know, the other argument there, and we've been talking a fair amount about this, and we were just looking at corn as you brought uh, those points to our attention. But take a look here because we've got grains across the board here. It's not just corn, beans, wheat have been higher. We're talking energy markets, natural gas has doubled since the beginning of the year. I mean, basically the thought being here, and Marie, and I just wanted to get your final thoughts on this. We're a little bit short on time if you could do it within a minute the thought being here that we're talking about just this widespread commodity it's it's the 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 spectrum of commodities it seems like and even though at times one will kind of pull off these highs or all-time highs or uh, decade highs I mean it, it just has been relentless I guess is my point yes and it is and it's going to be continued to be relentless okay. so as traders all we need okay. to do is wait for those dips buy a little bit, just nibble in. There's going to be plenty of time for us to rise. It's going to be a good market for these guys. Mm -hmm. 
All right, I like it. Well, we talk about the trend. We certainly have seen that to the upside. We talk about trying to find favorable positions to participate in the trend. So we'll continue to look for those here. We'll see if we get a breakout at this point. It looks like beans are attempting to do so now that I look up to the uh, near this uh, 18 level. So uh, corn at $8. Anne-Marie, thanks for sharing part of your Friday with us here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Anne-Marie Bain, the CEO and chief market strategist at thetradingbook.com.